You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. Here's Gene. Well, hey, everybody. Happy Tuesday. We're talking this week about the pace of life because we all just seem to be moving faster and faster and faster in ways that are often destructive to our health, our relationships, our our mental health and peace of mind. Most things of enduring value that we have in life, we do slowly, relationships, friendships, our walk with God. And one principle that's kind of served me well over the years, and like most things I had to learn the hard way, is to adopt God's rhythm of life. The Bible teaches we're made in the image of God. And from the very beginning, God didn't work 24-7. From the very beginning, God established a rhythm to life. From the very beginning, God intended for life to have a rhythm of engagement and withdrawal, of work and rest, of effort and ease. In fact, he built it right into the Ten Commandments. The fourth commandment from Exodus 20 says, Remember to observe the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Six days a week set apart for your daily duties and regular work. But the seventh day is a day of rest dedicated to the Lord your God. From the very beginning, there's been this rhythm to life. God worked for six days to create the world. But after six days, God was not finished creating. After six days of work, he created a day of rest. I I don't know how it happened. I've always wondered if maybe God gets to the end of that first week and says, thank me, it's Friday or something. And the pattern, the rhythm began. Jesus himself, who was God in the flesh, followed this rhythm of life, took a day of rest every seven days and didn't feel guilty about it. God says six days a week, you run, you labor, you work like crazy, but the seventh day is mine. On the seventh day, stop and rest. On the seventh day, remember you have a soul and God loves you. On the seventh day, remember the reason you were put on this earth and that there's more to life than labor. Now, I'm going to say a statement that's going to shock some of you. and What I'm about to say may be even alarming and unnerving to fast-moving, type-A, high-achieving, take-no-prisoner types out there. And here it is. Unbalanced living may be the greatest sin in many of our lives right now. I believe that's absolutely true. There are not too many of you probably embezzling millions of dollars from your company. I, I doubt we have many axe murderers or terrorists among us. But unbalanced living may be the greatest sin in many of our lives because most of us lead very unbalanced lives. You say, well, why was this issue of balance so serious with God? Because when your life is out of balance, people look worse, problems look insurmountable. When you're tired, phone calls and emails and text messages are major obstacles to be avoided. When you're tired, families are harder to love and get along with. When you're exhausted, escapes into secret sin look more inviting and appealing. When you're living outside this rhythm that God designed for life, you don't have time for God. So God says you need to build this like mini vacation right into your life every seven days to keep your bodies and souls in peak operating condition, to give them time to recuperate and be restored. When you take a day to rest and change your pace every seven days, you're restored for another week. Problems that you've been blowing way out of proportion kind of get right-sized. You allow your emotions to replenish. And most of all, you enjoy the presence and example of God. Every one of us needs a day of rest and has to figure out when that day of rest is. 
you know, the specific day of the week is not all that important. Every day belongs to God. Maybe for you, it's Saturday or Sunday. Maybe you work some crazy shifts and yours is Tuesday or Wednesdays. Mine is Monday. Figure out what works for you because there are consequences for not resting. Now, I've had my own struggles with this over the years, and here's what I learned the hard way. If I don't quiet myself and withdraw on one day a week, I don't get my body, mind, and soul restored. Every other day of my week is people intensive. I have to protect my day off. Nobody can do that for me. Nobody can do it for you. It's up to each of us to exercise some self-leadership in this area. So I want to ask you, do you trust God enough to do this? Because this is what it really comes down to. How much do you trust God? Are you convinced that arrested, replenished, refueled version of you can accomplish more in six days than a wiped out, exhausted, depleted version of you can in seven? Or do you think you can accomplish more doing things your way instead of God's way? To be at your best, adopt God's rhythm of life. Let's pray. God, I don't know where these words are going to fall today and and who particularly, I'm sure there's some that just really needed to hear this that are burning the candle at both ends, 24-7, 365. And I thank you for setting the example. I thank you for, from the very beginning, taking a day to reflect, to renew, to restore, to rest, to recharge. God, help us to figure out what that day is for us, what we can do more to protect it so that we can bring a better self to our relationship with you and relationships with people we love and, and that we work with. And I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Good thoughts, huh? See you here tomorrow.